need to get dogs to attack people's crotches. <laughs> okay, now it's time to get back on our bullshit. The JAXA, the J-A-X-A. It's Japanese Asteroid Exploration, I don't know. I don't know what the acronym stands for, but one of their uh, rovers landed on the asteroid Aribus, I believe it is called. Okay. Uh, Raigu. Asteroid Raigu. It landed on it, I want to say, last year or in February of this year. It was February of this year. And they have started, I guess you could say, quote unquote, mining samples to bring back to earth okay. uh, samples so of samples of the rock and sediment um, that they are basically dusting up off of the surface of this asteroid so that they are able to collect those samples and bring them back uh, they are also supposed to be firing a uh, like an explosive or um, higher impact to create a small crater on the asteroid Ragu to go beneath the surface and collect more samples of the minerals that are within this uh, asteroid. And okay. it will be coming back towards Earth in December of 2019. Is it going and to it kill us get, off? It should get back here. <laughs> uh, the probe should get back here sometime in the year 2020. Okay. Uh, I'm actually very interested, uh, especially in space. I know, I, I love, love space it. shit. I love space. I've and, always been space um, nerd. I should have yeah. went to space camp, but that shit's expensive. It is. I couldn't afford that. But yeah, I'm, I'm actually very interested to see what kind of data these scientists get from, from there. I didn't even know that we were doing anything like this. Um, but they were... I'm trying to find the one point that they were talking about as far as like a monetary value. Mm-hmm. Here it is. Uh, so they're saying that with Raigu or Ryugu, maybe it's Ryugu, mm-hmm. it's R-Y-U-G-U for anyone who wants to look up this asteroid. It is not coming for us, so it's nothing like that. It's actually a hundred and it is 180 million miles from Earth, so it's oh, nowhere Jesus. near us. Okay. Um, but it's saying that its composition of nick, iron, cobalt, water, nitrogen, and hydrogen, and ammonia make it worth $82.76 billion, the resources that are on this asteroid. So, best believe someone is going to be sponsoring something to try to bring an asteroid to Earth in a safe way. I believe it. I mean, Nestle's trying to own water. They're literally trying to own water. Yeah. And they're making pretty decent small strides to it. I need people to pay attention. Stop trying to go to Area 51 and fucking pay attention to Nestle trying to own water. Um, You can uh, definitely go on to that point. But my last point with this was just that I am excited to see that we're exploring these things and that it actually has a benefit. We're not just exploring it to explore, which is an important thing to do. A lot of people don't know that or think that, which is disappointing, that we're not just exploring space to take pictures. Yeah. Like, we really are exploring... like. Exploring space has a lot to do with environment and mm-hmm. economy and um, sustainability and I mean and 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 trying to find if, if there's other life out there. Uh, oh, it's also it's also defense. You know, we're all we're also trying to explore um, our security as well. So I mean, that's why a lot of people in the Air Force join um, NASA as astronauts yeah. or um, engineers. Uh, Space exploration isn't um, this soft government program. It's tied to a lot of things that um, will uh, hopefully keep us safe and uh, try to sustain life on this planet, not just human life, but animal and plant life yeah. as well. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's not just about astronauts hanging out in space to say they were in space and taking pictures of Earth and... and hanging out in zero gravity and doing video chats with good morning america it's a lot more than that that's just the goodwill things they do to get you interested right into the things that they're doing it's 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 a whole operation yeah and i also feel that uh part of 
NASA and any ex, uh, space exploration as far as what they put out there for people is also to interest kids like you you dumb it down in a way for these young kids who can see those things but not dumb it down but make it exciting well no i mean when i say dumb it down i'm saying like not talking about the economical aspect of it and what it can do because a child isn't going to understand that yeah and if you tell someone at 25 and 30 years old what you're doing in space and it's the first thing they've ever heard about it they've never seen any pretty pictures growing up to ever explore it They'd be like, well, I'd love to get into it, but by now I've already accepted whatever life I have, and it's going to be too hard to try to get into exploration. I've, but when they see it as a child, right. and they think about being on the moon or being in mm-hmm. space, they view it in that childlike way. But as they get older, they're the main ones, in my opinion, who are finding out what else space exploration what it can do to benefit this planet. Like, no, I think, as they grow I think, up in it, they become more interested and learn yeah. more and you know, and they are trying to do more to prevent our destruction. Right. <laughs> you know, so no, I mean I'm really thankful. That's a very for them. good point. I feel like um and this and this extends to a conversation about STEM as well. Um, I feel like what happens a lot with adults when they get older is um or, or, or that I found is that a lot of adults um, would have loved to have taken that as an avenue. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people, including myself, who would have loved to have been a part of NASA in some way or uh, or sp- space exploration or any of that. Yeah. Um, Had I grown up in kind of too late, too too late in the game for that. Right. Um, I mean, I am thirty five. I mean. It's still relatively young, but it's still too old to to now be like, I want to be an astronaut. Right. Yeah, um, you can't just jump into that. And, exactly. And had and I, I had that was, avenue as a child, yeah. I would have jumped and, and at it and in that's a heartbeat what I mean. to like, learn more about we it. We need to make it more accessible and mm-hmm. more, um, we need to draw more kids into this. Yeah. Because that really, honest to God, that really is our future. Computers yeah. and space and, yeah. um, um, and medicine, I think, are our futures. Yeah. Um, so we really need to drill that into our kids to enjoy it. And I feel like a lot of times as kids, we do enjoy space. Um, we do, but but for some reason we, um, well, various reasons people move on to different things or become interested in different things. And that was part of what I was going to say. Right. But we got to try and like those kids who are interested in space, try and keep that interest going as they get older. That way we get more, uh, engineers and uh, uh, astrophysicists and uh, physicists and yeah. well I, so I, I personally feel and I it may come off like I'm making a joke because I tend to make a lot of jokes um, and I'll try to say this in a funny way so that it doesn't sound as ignorant as it could sound um, I do believe that part of that is bullying because the reason why now the main reason why I wasn't able to get into you know space exploration and learning more about space and trying to go down that avenue is because where I grew up there was no way to learn about those things like that like that wasn't something that was really taught you know you're just going to take like a DC field trip to no 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 my school was in the middle of nowhere in North Carolina didn't have much going for it we were still doing social studies textbooks that were talking about civil war and mostly just focusing on stuff like that like we weren't learning anything about current events we weren't learning much of anything about Mm -hmm. space uh you don't you didn't learn where i grew up because no one left where i grew up you know Mm -hmm. um so that was the main reason why but another reason why is for kids who do have access to those things um there may be money that stops their parents from being able to send them to the school that could mm-hmm. teach them that. Or, um, shout, or like out, the- shout out to Stranger Things season three. <laughs> My man, when he comes back from Camp Nowhere, you know, like kids that are able to go to a place like that and right. learn more about it and be themselves, um, they thrive in those types of things. But no, then honestly, you yeah. also run into We just said the, space camp is expensive. Right, exactly. I would have went had yeah. it not been, I think, I forgot how I recently looked it up, but it was like thousands of right. dollars. But um, but then you know you have the the bullies who never leave town, who never are going anywhere with their lives because their parents didn't 
they learned to be abusive and things like that from their from their parents for the most part um, because their parents were unhappy and they extended that on to them. Uh, but you also have the bullies who are the jocks in school who they only understand how to play sports. So space stuff is just nerd shit and it's stupid yeah. and blah, blah, blah. You know, or you just get the... But the, times are the, changing. Right, I feel like are. when we grew up, being into space was nerd shit. I feel like the generation um, behind us, Gen Z, like a lot of like... Um, we're, I feel like our gap between millennials and Gen Z is not that big. Right. However, there is a lot of hangups that we have that they don't fucking have. Right. A lot about sexuality, a lot about gender, a lot about um, what's cool and what's not cool. Right. And for that generation, nerd shit's cool. Right. Nerds are cool. Yeah. I mean, the, the top people doing too. music are like, nerds because they're the ones who were in computer class and band class. Yeah. And getting, yeah. like, maybe they were getting bullied, maybe they weren't. But... Like, they were learning this stuff that seemed nerdy when they were kids, and now they're making more money than any, than anyone else they went to school with mm-hmm. doing the nerd shit. But that's they what I meant as far as yeah. bullying. Like, like, a lot of times people say that bullying is wrong and bullying is wrong, and then there are people on the other side that say, well, I learned how to be a man or I learned how to be myself because of bullying, because blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm not saying there should be a median between bullying. I'm... I don't think bullying is right at all mm-hmm. because I was bullied as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also, and that also got me out of doing the nerd shit that I wanted to do and reading right. my comic books and stuff like that. Like it wasn't it made cool. me feel like I couldn't do that, you know? Right. So um, I'm just saying with kids, with parents especially, because they're going to be the ones listening to this, not their children, uh, you got to understand what's going on in your kid's life. If your kid is a bully, you need to work with your kid to find out why they are having those issues, what it is that is making them take out some kind of anguish onto someone else. And then for kids who are being bullied, those parents need to find out what's going on that's causing their kids to be bullied. Like what, and also reaff- reaffirming with their kids that it's okay to be who they are. Exactly. You know, it's like, that's what I mean by the median of bullying is that you need to find out why it's happening on both sides. And you need to let that bully know that there are better ways to be themselves and express themselves without trying to harm someone else. And for the kids who are being bullied, you need to make sure that they understand that who they are is not only okay, who they are is good and it is great to be who they are. And that there is definitely a light at the end of the tunnel because people do tend to not like what they don't understand. So just because these people don't understand you, doesn't mean you keep allowing yourself to be put in that position go find people who do understand you mm-hmm. you know um but that was my point on that was like i feel like bullying attributes so much to people to kids as far as like growing up to be those people who learn about space there aren't as many but now it's growing it's growing more because yeah over the last 20 years it's become more and more accepted to be that person who is curious and wants to know more about right. the world and know more about all the other planets that are out right. there, you know, th- those are the people who are going to save you. And I think you. also, like we said, like people, are, um, this generation is start, they understand that space isn't just about space. Right. It's about other things that are connected to what's happening on your home planet as well. Oh yeah. It's not only just a fascinating thing to do and to be a part of, um, but it also ties into a lot of things that affect your community, your environment. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I want to talk about okay Area Fifty One because they can't shoot all of us. Um, <laughs> all right, let so, me interrupt oh you really quick already. Yes, yeah. um, I saw a tweet about this Area Fifty One mess, and it's and it was like um, the distracted boyfriend meme. Do you know that meme? Yeah. Okay, so somebody had written over. Um, the girl that he's looking at, um, Area 51, and then the girlfriend, they wrote over it, Kids in Cages. Mm. So, yeah. So we fit mm. in the storm, um, Area 51, trying to steal alien technology, but we only little babies in cages. Yep. I'm going to let that out there. So anyway, say your piece. I had not seen that meme, but I was thinking the same Oh, were you? Nice. The same thing. I was thinking to myself, like, why is it you can get... 1.2 or 1.4 was the last count that I got. I believe it was somewhere around there. You can get that many people 
clicking that they're going and then X amount of thousands, hundred thousands of people saying they're interested or might want to go or whatever. All of these people can jump on something that isn't even real. Right. But then you get other people who think it is real or kind of want to make it real. Wait, I'm sorry. Um, was it real? Were people really no, trying no, to no, storm no. Area 51 or no, are they no, just no. joking? It's a joke. It oh, was, okay. So, so this Area okay. 51 thing was started as a joke months ago. Okay. It's been around for a while. Okay. Now, I saw the event for it about two months ago, I want to say. And I don't even get on Facebook yet when I got on. I saw that. Somebody made a group and I think for I it, actually a group I think I actually clicked that I wanted to go as a joke. Right. And right. I was like, I'll never see this again. Like, you know, that's why I got off of Facebook was because I liked Facebook more when it was just jokes like this. Yeah. But then it turned into this diary and people getting their heads chopped off and all this other stuff. All these different negative videos and people just spewing their racism out keyboard racists and everything like it just got too much Dude, and I, I didn't want to be on facebook anymore i i still love facebook i still post to it i love it because it's really just my circle of friends true of i mean i do have 600 friends but i've had several jobs so it's all <laughs> it's all mainly work friends and family who are disappointed at me um, but um yeah keyboard racist and um people treating it like it's diary Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, it's just too much. But anyway, yeah. so that was why I got off of Facebook. So when I saw this, I was like, well, maybe I'll come back. You know, because <laughs> it, was, it was like, wow. It is, this is funny. This is what I'm I used to lie. love yeah, about it. Yeah, it's funny. Um, Storm in Area 51. Well, just like most things that turn into a cultural phenomenon, either it pops up out of nowhere or it happened a while back and people catch wind of it and then yeah. they shine a light on it. Right. This is the latter part. So people started clicking on it thinking like, oh, no, we're really going to storm Area 51. Like, you get those people who think it's real. I wish y'all would. So, y'all will get droned oh, in so, a second. So do those, so do those Army and, and uh, Air Force guys. They right? want this to happen. they waiting to shoot some people. Oh, you know what I mean? Lord, um, yes. So <laughs> you can have that many people jump on something like this, but they do not care about what's happening at the border. Mm-hmm. There was a, a photo that came out a few weeks ago of a man and his daughter who had drowned trying to cross the border. Yeah, and I saved it to my phone. It, it was on the um, cover of the New York Times. Yeah, and I don't know. You're the second person I've heard that even know that that happened. Are you serious? Yeah. I don't. I haven't heard anyone else talk about it. You know, I've said it to a couple of people and they're like, oh, that's so sad. I yeah, didn't know that they're happened. face down in the water. They yeah. drowned. They're dead. Little girl. I think she was two or three. Yeah. And so Trying to that, cross but the border. that right there, those types of things are happening every day. And very, very, very so much not even thought of by the masses. But the amount of tweets and memes I see for the Area 51 thing as funny as they are it's just like wow this gets so much traction where right. everyone wants to be a part of it and it right. means nothing right but you have so many other things out there that do mean something and no one wants to pay attention to it but i do want to stay on the lighter part of this i did not mean for it to get as heavy as it did mm-hmm. but you brought up a great point mm-hmm. which made me double down on mine um i i i love the funness of it i love using social media as a tool for change yes but i also love it for the jokes i love it for yeah stuff like we're allowed to have fun yeah i i mean but yes if um, if you if you laugh more you live longer that's what i believe like mm -hmm. if you're having a good time you tend to want to be on this planet for a lot longer than someone who is just angry all the time you know Mm -hmm. and sometimes those people their hate fuels them and they live just as long as the people who are trying to be happy, unfortunately. I remember you talking know? to Ken from work, and he was telling me how when he's a teenager, he used to work at a nursing home. And he was like, and Leslie was there too, and she said that she used to work at a nursing home too. And they were just comparing notes, and, and some of it was funny, some of it was sad. Mm-hmm. But one of the things Ken said that fucking cracked me up is that he said, um, it's just such a shame because all the nice old people die, and the ones who are evil, they live fucking ever <laughs> <laughs> they're holding on to that hate right um but this new one that just came came out recently okay is uh, 
storm the Bermuda Triangle, it can't swallow all of us. You know what? <laughs> and it is supposed to just, happen on right. October I 1st. I don't usually say this word, but I'm going to say it. Niggas want to die, go ahead. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like... I don't believe in magic, <laughs> superstition, ghosts. I'm not that bitch. I'm not. However, you can't deny there's like fishy activity around that whole area. Yeah. So, homies, if y'all want to go, first off, y'all try to get niggas on a boat to go to some mystical that place. Is, that, all right. That will be like I, the most widely televised all white party right? on the face of like, I'm wish talking all white. I would see black party. people on a boat <laughs> headed towards the Bermuda Triangle. Nah, son. Y'all didn't even want to come here to America. <laughs> nah, son. So. I'm good. I'm good on that. But Half of us don't swim. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I wouldn't go to that one, but I, I want to see a, a live stream. You know, I, I party in my house. Or I'll find they can't, a, I'll can't find drown us all. Watch. <laughs> they can't drown us all. Watch. Watch y'all get there and find out the reason oh, boats man. don't make it. It's because there's a Kraken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish oh, y'all would. Man. First, y'all want to storm Area 51. Claim you're going to steal some alien weapons. I wish the Air yeah. Force would shoot you down in a second. Y'all I mean, getting drone. And, and uh, Storm Area 51, everyone is supposed to Naruto run towards it. <laughs> if you I, Naruto I don't even run. know what Naruto is, but I saw the meme, yeah. and y'all are just trash. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you Naruto run, the bullets can't hit you. That's a scientific fact. If y'all want to die, just kill yourself at home. We ain't oh, got to do this. It is so good. I love it. But, storm uh, the Bermuda. <laughs> but storm, storm the Bermuda Triangle. Oh the attendees must dress as SpongeBob, as SpongeBob characters, and or, I'm done. Or this pirates. Is some white shit. Or this, pirates. No, this and is white people shit. My man said, my, my, man, my man said he'll provide the boats and the scuba gear. He just asked that you bring weed, beer, and a lot of whiskey. Show a picture. I need uh, to see something. I have, not, I have not found a photo of this guy. Mm-hmm. But um, he's a genius. Mm-hmm. I love it. His name is uh, Kyle. I bet you a million dollars. <laughs> Actually, let me look for it. What is his? Anthony. Anthony? And his last name is Carnival. I don't know if that's a real name. It he doesn't matter. Cal. It doesn't he matter. might be Cal in disguise. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Anthony. Um, oh, wait, wait, wait. He's not done. He's not done. Okay. He said, it's time to assembly and show this country we can organize. Let's prove that we are smart and care about everyone. I'm checked out. Let's go have a good time. Even if we don't raise a cent, let's clap these sea monster cheeks. Okay? (laughs) Let's just have fun and I love you all. Okay. First. And Torpedo Jones then asks, will there be drinks? Can I be naked? And are dogs welcome? Yes, the dogs are welcome, but they're smart enough to not be on that boat. You're on Y'all bringing dogs, y'all gonna have white people in they bag. Like, yeah. y'all, y'all gonna have white people shaking the table as soon as y'all kill some dogs. Like, okay, first off, the first part of his statement is annoying because those are words that need to be saved for kids in cages. Yeah, yeah. But then he said, clap sea monster cheeks. Yes. Now. Yes. Um, clap, clap. <laughs> you can stick your fishy dick in anything you want. Just don't bring it home. Like, first of all, you're not even going to make it home. You go into the Bermuda Triangle. Well, what happens in the Bermuda Triangle stays in the Bermuda Triangle. Literally. <laughs> yes. Literally. You it know why? Because there's a fucking crack in <laughs> yeah. there. Oh, my God. I hate people. That volcano, I'm telling (laughs) y'all. That volcano. And when it comes, name it after me. That way civilizations afterwards be like, yeah, Jessica, you know, she had it down pat. (laughs) She was like, we don't deserve to live. And she was right. They can call it Trax the Destroyer. Oh, yes. Nice. Nice. Dad joke actually worked for once. That was not a dad joke. That was was just a good joke. (laughs) I'm going to save that audio from here no. on out. Yep. All right. <laughs> Tracks the Destroyer. I love I'm it. changing all my usernames <laughs> right now because I adore Fernando for yeah. that. Thank you. I'm glad I can help. Made my whole week. Uh, all right. All right. Um, moving on. What, what is your friend's funny story? <laughs> Joe Biden, king of gaffes, uh, said that... Uh, 
something to the tone of, um, I'm paraphrasing that, never in the history of the United States have we had a president as racist as Trump. And people were like, huh? And brought the receipts. And one wow. of the receipts that they brought was something I found fascinating, and, I, and I'm going to share it with you. So, growing up, people, or in high school, people would always bring up the fact that um, in debates about things, or, or, uh, or whether or not George Washington was a great president and all this kind of stuff, there always used to be the counter argument or uh, in, in front of me that people would say, um, well, he owned slaves. And then the counterpoint to that would always be, no, he didn't own slaves. They were Martha's slaves that were given to her by her family. And so when he married her, she didn't want to get rid of them, so she kept them. So they weren't Washington's slaves. Um, that's the argument I always heard from people about uh, wow. when you challenge whether or not George Washington was a good man. Um, in addition to being a good president. Um, however, turns out that shit ain't true, fam. That's a rumor that has been started and perpetuated for years. Um, so apparently, um, Washington inherited 10 slaves when he was 10 years old. Um, by the time he died, he had 150 slaves. The slaves that he owned and the slaves that, um, uh, Martha Washington brought into their marriage. Um, this was all with things that I have found out uh, when someone had mentioned um, that Washington took advantage of a legal loophole um, during slavery um, when Joe Biden made that comment. So, apparently, let's see. Okay. So, the northern states were abolishing slavery in something called the Gradual Abolition Act. Um, which means that after the age of 28, you were, if you lived in one of the northern states, you were, um, you were, you were granted your freedom. And, or if you, um, escaped to a northern state, if you were there for about six months, or you had happened to live there, you didn't necessarily need to escape, but if you lived in a northern state, if you were there for over six months, you were granted your freedom. Washington being the first president, and our U.S. capital used to be Philadelphia, um, a lot of people don't know. They think it was always D.C. And I'm like, no, nope, used to be Philly, then it was D.C. Um, having lived in Pennsylvania, which was a free state, and um, these were its rules, um, the Gradual Abolition Act, um, he would move his slave. The loophole he found was that he could move his slaves around. So every time um, he was in Pennsylvania for about six months, at that six-month mark, he would move his slaves back down to Virginia. Or he would have Martha come and move them to someplace out of state. So that way that their six months would have to start all over again once he brought them back to Pennsylvania. So <laughs> your face is amazing. Wow. Um, so, yeah. And one such slave, her name was um, Ona Judge. She was 22. She had, she had escaped um, his, his captivity and moved to New Hampshire. And Washington spent three years looking for her. He was looking, for three years, this fool spent looking for a 22-year-old black woman. Some shit happened. That's my, that's, mm. that's my take, anyway. Anyway, um, I just found that incredibly interesting and something I didn't know. Yeah. Um, I didn't know about that law. I didn't know Washington found that loophole and did that. Like I said, growing up, everybody's argument was that he owned slaves and that the narrative was, um, to counter that was that they weren't his slaves. Mm. Um, apparently he's had slaves gifted to him uh, since he was 10 years old wow. um, and he took full advantage of uh, a loophole he found in, in, in that law and by the time he died he had 150 slaves um, and um, yeah he, he would rotate them between Pennsylvania and Mount Vernon his, his mansion in um, Virginia which is still there um, and or or to any out of state um, area, right. and um, he's not the only um, president to have owned slaves. Zachary Taylor, who was our twelfth president, he owned a hundred slaves, and Ulysses S. Grant, who was our eighteenth president, one of the most corrupt presidents ever, though. He uh, he freed all his slaves though before the Civil War. He fought in the Civil War on the Union side. Um, he helped actually win the Civil War, um, which is how he ended up becoming president. Um, because he was so successful at that. Kind of like Dwight D. Eisenhower was such a successful general. 
um, and people liked him, so he just ran for president and became president. But I, I found that fascinating, and um, I don't, I don't, I don't know what the hell's wrong with Joe Biden. To where, I don't know why he think they'll think shit through. Maybe he and ScarJo well, have the same publicist. Maybe, Who or knows? maybe he watched the current president just say whatever it is he wanted to say, and it worked for him. So he's like, well, I'm gonna do it as the Democrat. Maybe no, I don't think so. Thing. Joe Biden has. Everybody has known Joe Biden as the Gaff King for a very long time. Like, they practically had to put a gag on him during the Obama administration because he was letting shit out or he would say shit publicly that, like, they didn't want anybody to know or or they were just felt it was unbecoming of their office. So um, he eventually, in Obama, I think, really do, did genuinely become friends. Um, a lot of people don't know this, um, but Biden was never Obama's first choice. Yeah. Obama, um, once he got secured the nomination, he wanted John Edwards. I loved John Edwards. Turns out he um, has a really shitty personal life. But based on just him as a politician, his economics and so forth, he was fantastic. He, he, was, he was just like Bernie. He was one of those Medicare for all free college, like uh, class warfare, um, the poor are getting poorer and the rich are just getting richer kind of Democrats. And he really wanted to shake shit up and... And, and change things um, on a very progressive level. And Obama being a centrist, I felt like was a good compliment to that. Uh, so he wanted John Edwards. Um, they went to vet John Edwards, and that's when they found out all this dirt about him. And it, in addition to John Edwards telling him, look, bro, you're about to be the first black president. I will bring your whole presidency down because I um, cheated on my wife who has cancer. <laughs> so yeah, really not a good that. look. So Biden is not Biden. Uh, Obama went through a lot of people and then settled on mm. Biden, and it's mm. it's widely known that uh, Obama really didn't like Biden and um, didn't really try to get along with him the first couple of years of his presidency. And it wasn't until like his third year, where he was facing like when um uh the House and the Senate switched to Republican during the midterms, and he really needed a shoulder and you know some support and Biden. Support um, supplied that um, that he really saw a friend in him and a, and a partner in all this and um, Biden helped um, try and work through a lot of the obstruction that you know plagued their presidency um, the especially the second term so I don't think Joe Biden's a bad guy I he's, he's not my favorite pick for um, the 2020 uh, Democratic net um, nomination um, I'm a Bernie girl, um, and if he doesn't win, I really hope it's Elizabeth Warren. But Joe made this gaffe, and then people checked him in the comments, and I found this story out through the comments and, and looked it up, and it's on um, SmithsonianMagazine.com, I think, is where I found the details of it. Mm. So, okay. Fascinating shit, yeah, bro. Yeah, it is very fascinating. I, right. I didn't know any of that. I didn't either. <laughs> I so really it was not. it was really interesting learning that yeah. about um, Mr. George Washington, everybody's favorite father. Is that Instagram? Yeah. You told me you didn't have one. I or have a person. No, oh. I have my own, I have an Instagram for my screenwriting. Oh. It's you just. Mean I could have been seeing your memes and shit. <laughs> I'm barely you, on it. Like, I know, but full, I can still like, send oh you memes. God. Is my point. Like, I was I got, telling. I got so many memes. I know. I was telling I mean, my memes husband. Is what I, do. I was like, I know I need to social media <clears throat> more to get my shit out there. Right. It's such a chore yeah. and it's a job. And he goes, Jessica, it's it's you, but it's not you. He was like, you're just not part of this generation where that shit is just second nature. Right. Right. I was like. Yeah, I get on Twitter for about 20, 30 minutes and retweet some shit, comment on some shit, and, and then, then I'm done. Yeah. And then maybe I'll make a Facebook post. I was like, but like living on this shit yeah. all day just to promote my stuff. Yeah. Uh, JustKissAlready.com, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. It's just so painstaking. And I didn't want to get an Instagram, but I knew I had to. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, it's, I mean, and at the end of the I day, it's still one free, post a day. Yeah, it's still free advertising at the end of the day. It's and that's, just one of those and things, I get it. That's, yeah. that's, you know. It, it is a chore. I feel the same way. I, I, I mean, I know I, I'm in charge of our social media and I'm supposed to be posting more, but I don't even post to my own. I, I mostly know. get up I, there, I see memes, and I send the memes to my friends. That's my Instagramming. Like, I'm supposed to post. I was supposed to make like two posts last week. 
I did not make them. I was too busy sending memes. Like, I right. get up there. I, when I get on social media, the only thing I want to do is laugh. Right. And look at some cheeks. That's it. Those are my two. You know, yams all day. That's what Wait, I'm looking hold for. Wait, on, fool. Like, why are you on social media looking at cheeks? Why because can't go there's on so many. No, 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 no. I mean, there's just so many Instagram models up there. Oh, wow. And, you know, I'm, I'm really big into fitness. So when I'm looking up there and I'm seeing fitness models, whether it be male or female, I'm like, that's what I want to see. I want to see people who are interested in what I'm interested in. If I okay. see someone in there and they're killing it at the gym, that's what I want to see. Okay. But if it's a female killing it at the gym, obviously, if you want anything to sell, you put a hot woman in front of it. So right. I'm going to look at the female athletes that are you know, working out. I actually have quite a few friends who are in um, the fitness world. A couple are actually competitors in like actual bodybuilding you know competitions and i have a couple other friends who have told me recently that they're getting into it so mm -hmm. it's just that's just a part of my life but the other part of it is you know yeah you're gonna want to look at something that look good you know so you're gonna look at some cheeks here and there and every once in a while they just pop up you don't even know they're gonna be there shout no, out I saw shout my out to Instagram hear more yeah. and like i was like who are these bitches he's like i'm not friends with any of them please don't start yeah he was like it's it's bots it's yeah. it's bots and it's legit like Instagram hoes that friend everybody. Yep, exactly. Uh, and and um, in addition to that, why I also fucking can't do the social media shit, everybody's trying to be famous. Yep. Everybody's trying to be famous and everybody's trying to do their thing. And so everybody's promoting their social media and, it, and it's just about how much you do it and how good you are at right. it. Right. And I am shitty at both. Yep. And I need to get better. You need to get better. But I, I just... At least get at least get your piece of it, you know. But I mean, neither one of us is the type of person who ever wants to be famous. Like neither one of us wants that. But at the same time, I want to sell my nice. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> at the same time, there are well, benefits to name. getting your stuff out there so that you know it, it's taking care of you in the long run. Because nobody wants to work. <laughs> and if you come up, with I want to work. It's just that that's the kind of work I want to do. Right. And for me, I don't want to work. <laughs> I, I don't know how you're going to swing that yeah, on me but hey, where there's a will there's a way more power to you <laughs> where there's a will there's a welfare I guess oh I don't my know. god but no I don't I, have these white I look at on it our like, podcast no, no, no. call I, me welfare king I've never been on welfare I never will <laughs> um, no I, I would like to I look at that old adage of if you do what you love you never work a day in your life Right. So that's what I mean by I don't okay. want to work. I have the things that I want to do, the things that I'm working on, that I want to be successful with. To me, that those won't be work. Right. Even the job that I, would I work never right now. I screenwriting work because exactly. I love it so and much. And even the job I have right now, it is work, but it's not work necessarily for me because I actually do enjoy what I do. I, I just do, don't want do to be relying work. on it like for, our, our job, to pay I my love bills. It. Yeah. I really do like going in. Yeah, I just don't want to be relying on it for my exactly. paychecks. Exactly. That's what and I mean. So exactly. I, I like having a life where I don't feel like I work that hard because I actually enjoy the work that I am doing. Not right. that I don't exactly. work for my money because I definitely do. It's just that it doesn't feel like work. When I get up, if what few morning shifts I have, when I get up to work those shifts, I'm not like, oh, man, I got to go work. I'm like, all right, man, let's go ahead and knock this out. Right. You know? And then yeah. when I go in for yeah. my night shifts, I never feel like, oh. Except for when I'm out with friends and doing something that's fun. And I'm like, right. all right, man, I got to gotta head back in. You know, like those times, yeah. But overall, I don't mind my job at all. I actually I really either. like it. I really um, do like it. Yeah, so. Uh, but I would rather. Yes, yes. I would rather. <laughs> I would rather be a screenwriter. I would rather. So to, and right now, living in L.A. in the sun, because yeah. this shit is sad. I, I, it is my dream to have multiple not homes, but uh, multiple like condos in different cities so that I would be I able am to very go much anti people other. having one more than one home. Um, because first off, uh, the planet is not as big as people think it is. True. Um, everybody's entitled to their own space, but mm -hmm. people who take up several spaces when people when there are a lot of people who have no space Okay. is disappointing to me. I feel you. And also, um, I think it's just a show off of money. Okay. I feel and you there too. I also, um, for environmental factors too, I feel so, like your footprint should be smaller. as small as you can yes. make it. No, what so, I'm saying is for me, right? I don't. That's why I said I don't want multiple homes. Okay. I'm talking about condos, but they won't be condos that are for me. I want to have it where I have a roommate 
in like two or three cities. So they have a like two bedroom place mm -hmm. that you know I'm in on with them. Mm -hmm. So whenever I go there, I have a place to stay there. But oh, the okay. rest of the time, I can, I it can is just theirs, and I'm paying a portion to make that place cheaper for them. Right. So that's that's okay. how I want. It. I don't want to have just one place because. I have a bit of wanderlust. I get a little bit too like mm -hmm. antsy when I sit down for too long. You've moved around a lot yeah. too, and so I, have I. Yeah, so. I, I love moving around. I love seeing as much as I can see. I hate, I hate being bored. So I, I, and that's also why part of the reason I want to do that is because I also don't like owning a lot of stuff. But if you don't live in just one place, you don't own a lot of stuff. Right. Your stuff doesn't define you. You right. have a couple of things here and there. If I can have a PlayStation in one city, an Xbox in the other, like that kind of thing, like where I go here, that's where my PlayStation is, I go there, that's where my Xbox is, or whatever. Um, I'm not, oh, I need a big screen TV in each place, and I need all my gaming systems in each place, and I need right. a car in each place. Right. I hate driving, so I don't want a car right. everywhere I go. I want to go somewhere and take a backpack. Cars. I'm like, what Yeah, the I hate fuck? that. I just want to have a backpack and go... To this city and hang out with my friend there and my friends that are there mm -hmm. for like three four months okay. and then go to the next spot and just rotate around okay. and just do that for like 10 maybe 20 years and <laughs> i get yeah. done and want to settle on one place and i'll settle on one place but if the planet is still here if it's still here <laughs> if, if ryugu doesn't take us out oh, you know what i mean <laughs> in some kind of crazy accident because we tried to pull it tracks back to the earth destroyer. yeah that's tracks the destroyer that's what we're naming the, Shout the out. volcano <laughs> yeah. i'm not um, fucking around people none of y'all deserve to live oh man y'all trying to hit up the bermuda triangle <laughs> dumbasses and the thing about tracks of destroyer is that if she stands perfectly still you'll never see her coming exactly <laughs> so um, i move like the night bitch <laughs> so i wanted to you know close out my Mm -hmm. Weird shit on okay. um, meth gators. Meth gators? Oh, uh, I was hoping you hadn't heard about this. First it's so, off, it's so rare stop. that it's, it's so rare stop. that I could put something in front of you. Is this the gator that's in Chicago or no. just straight Florida gators? No, I thought Florida too, but it's actually Tennessee. So it's not that they're they're gators. It's, in Tennessee? It is not. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that either. Um, Did they swim up the Mississippi? <laughs> I'm asking for. I don't me. know. They uh, Wait, maybe does they the just have a, cut through Tennessee. Maybe they have a summer home, you know, further down south, and they had to go through Tennessee to get to it. I don't know what you they ever do. have gators. Delicious, tastes just like greasy uh, ass. Yes, I have. Yeah, and, I had um, it in New Orleans. No, no, I haven't had gator. I had frog. I haven't had gator. I've never had frog. I refuse. You ain't missing anything. Ugh. It didn't taste like anything but water. Right? It tasted like God. old water. Ugh. I wasn't a fan. They no. said it tastes like chicken. I never tasted I chicken. I do want to try like shark, though. I uh, don't know if I've had shark. No, I've had swordfish. I haven't had shark. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So maybe one day. But anyway, no. So in Tennessee, the police department warned their residents to not flush their drugs down the drains oh my God. because if they do they can create meth gators <laughs> so. you know what you know what <laughs> fuck the volcano <laughs> we need to all be taken out by meth gators, meth gators. yes Oh, yes. Um, that's so fantastic. now they did say it they did say sad. it in a bit of jest um, the police chief i believe it was but they really like trip balls and yeah like... well they were just basically saying you know we you know want to inform people about doing things that are wrong and we try to find a way to paint that in a colorful light so that people are actually paying attention um not that they have created meth gators um but just you know hey, stop, gators, stop putting your meth down the drain bath salts gators <laughs> i'm going hard i'm going straight florida with my shit bath salt gators well i mean uh according to this there are there's a python and other animals that are addicted to meth in an australian prison and australia uh, in australia i saw a tweet about australia once about and uh, it was in regards to a man who went to australia and got bitten by one of their millions of spiders mm. and the bite was so severe that they think they may have to amputate all of his limbs, so both arms, both that. legs. And the retweet of that was from um, Black Twitter. Um, shout out to Black Twitter for always cracking a bitch up. Uh, the retweet was, 
Um, I'm convinced Australia is not some shit that should be should have ever happened. Yeah. And I'm like, it's no. not made for human consumption. No, I it's mean, not made for human. Uh, yeah, no, we're not inhabit- supposed to be there. We're not supposed for to be humans in to Australia. Inhabit. We're just like, not yeah, to be Australia there. is was never meant to be a place we were supposed to visit. Oh yeah. And, like, I saw another tweet in regards to it, too, that said, yo, Australia will never see me. And I'm yeah. like, you know what? Australia, Sydney has always been at the top of my list. Yeah. It gets further down the yeah. more these stories. And these stories aren't few and far between. I got a homie that lives in Australia. And she would, I, I text her one day. I was like, hey, how you doing? What's going on? She goes, I'm good trying to get the animals in the house because of the hurricane. I'm like, oh, shit. I was like, I'm sorry that there's a hurricane. I was like, is it like, are you, is your place flooding? She goes, oh no, it's a fire hurricane. I was like, ha ha, bitch. She sent me a picture. Never, never, never. She sent me if a hurricane made a fucking fire, a tornado, I'm sorry, a tornado of fire that's just sweeping through her town. And she's like, oh, eh, well. Because it's another day in Australia. A fire tornado. Yes. I have to yeah, dig through a whole I, bunch uh, of photos to find it because this was a long time I, ago. I don't know if I can go to Australia but, now. I used to want to go. I don't know dude, if I can go. Between the spiders and the block long pythons yeah. and the unnecessary killing of uh, koalas and drowning Out of and jellyfish. that they could kill, they kill the koalas. There's it's, so much other stuff It's because stuff of the, you it's the streets that run through their habitat, uh, where they live and wow. stuff, and like the koalas try to cross the streets, and people don't stop quick enough. And wow. yeah, same things happening to kangaroos. Like there's pictures of, like you know, just dead koalas and kangaroos in the streets because like they're just building through this wilderness, and I'm just like, oh my god. They haven't gotten that jacked up. Um, kangaroo yet have they but they needed some bath salts kangaroos and the shit won't be happening get that one that's all on roids like the minute the second the second that uh, that car approaches a kangaroo whole one shell take it out oh yeah no one no one goes near i saw that picture of that jacked up kangaroo i thought it was a dude in a kangaroo (laughs) i really did I, I was like, says, yo, this homie's benching. Yeah, yeah, Why got, y'all got y'all kangaroos jacked up? Yeah, That's what's going to take us it. out. That's what's going to take us out. Kangaroos flexing and methgators. <laughs> <laughs> Roid rage kangaroos and methgators. That's what's going to do it. <laughs> and that just sounds like Florida. Yeah. Florida's taking us out. I mean, Florida has prepared for this moment yeah. for so long. They are going to... Uh, raise the gates and yeah. let it out. They're the first line of defense, though. Right. Uh, for anything else that tries to come in here, like Florida's like, nah, son, we the strangest thing. I here. say we, got you. we unleash jacked up kangaroos and meth gators. On the White House? On the Senate? <laughs> no, on civilization. We don't need it anymore. We've had a good run. <laughs> and, um,. We let people eat bath, yeah. eat Tide Pods, yeah. and visit the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. I think we'll be good. Because then we're just cutting out, first off, we're cutting out the slow people because they can't outrun a fucking gator. That's and messed so, up. <laughs> second of all, we're cutting out the idiots because they want to visit the Bermuda Triangle and up. eat Tide Pods. That's natural selection, my friend. That's Darwinism. That's the life handling itself. That's Jesus putting a hand down. I'm just saying. <laughs> and, and there is a squirrel. That is addicted to meth in Alabama. I well. saw that. Yeah, addicted <laughs> That's to not meth. not funny, but it's it is. To meth. I hope he gets help. Anyway, I hope he uh, gets help. That is our show. Yeah, that is our show. <laughs> meth gators and kangaroos. Yeah, yeah. Fuck I, a I mean, volcano, bitch. I mean, yeah. I don't think there's anywhere else to go from there. I really don't. Did Did you have uh, weird? I did have a weird shit story, but it wasn't exactly weird. It's not going to top jacked up kangaroos and bath salt gators, so we we're good. A different episode. Though. We can do that. Remember, I have to split it into two. Okay. Yeah, uh, real quick, then. Um, a Florida woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's uh, always a Florida right? woman. Or uh, man. Florida, America's trash, Australia. Mm. <laughs> a Florida woman named Courtney Irby. Um, has been charged with misdemeanor uh, trespassing, not theft, like they initially charged her, um, after taking her estranged husband's guns and turning them into the police. Now, um, a lot of us thought that this was a domestic violence case, and it turns out, no. 
just just good old fashioned angry divorce. They had <laughs> they had already split up. They got into a fight at their kid's school, and as she left the school, her ex husband followed her in his car, rammed her three times, and that's why she um, called the cops on him, and he was initially arrested. While he was in custody, she went to his house to steal money from him. She stole. She, to be fair, she stole the money because he had wiped out their their accounts. So she went to steal money and get anything else that her kids needed from the house, and she took a friend. Um, when you go into a nasty breakup, don't bring your homie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but women do, and it's always their messiest homie. And her messy ass homie was like, "You know what you should do." take these guns, turn them into the police. Old girl took the guns, turned them into the police, and before she could even shout that she she was in fear for her life, they were like, so you broke into his house, took his guns, arrested that bitch too. So, <laughs> I initially, when I first heard this story, probably mm-hmm. about a little less than a month ago, I was like, this is fucked up, this is some Handmaid's Tale shit, she was in fear for her life, and then I wanted to double check on the story to see what's going on with that lady because I was like, that was a weird story. So what's happening? And then I found out the whole details of it. And I was like, sis, um, maybe you and Odoo need to work shit out because yeah. it sounds like you deserve each other. Yeah. I, uh, I, there's someone for everyone. I they, mean. They found their one. They just need to work it out. He was already in jail for ramming your car three times because y'all got into a fight at the daycare. <laughs> um so you could have just let that go and just said, fear for my life. But no, you, uh, you listen to your homegirl, yeah. your messy girl. Yeah. Um, and you should take his guns. Girl, take wow. his guns and turn them into police. Mm. As soon as she turned them in, they were like, well, that's theft and trespassing. You're under arrest. Wow. And only Florida cops would do some, not only Florida cops, but it's it feels indicative yeah. <laughs> that Florida cops would look at a woman claiming um that she is in fear for her life and turning in her ex or her strange excuse me husband's guns to them in order to feel safe and they go bitch that's trespassing (laughs) so wow um so courtney irby that's what you um, get that's what you get you're lucky girl yeah lucky all you got was a misdemeanor yeah I mean, they could have fed you to a pit of meth gators. So. They could have, because uh, now we know they got them. <laughs> now we know that well, they got meth Well, they're in Tennessee, so they there. have to export them Their summer down to home Florida. is in Florida. <laughs> That's why they were in Tennessee. No, gators! That, I'm pretty they, sure they their summer in, home would be in Tennessee, not in Florida. No, no, they like to be down there where, where it's all swampy. In, in that's summer. Florida. Right, so th- that's the summer home is in Florida. No, Their winter that's home would be in Tennessee. Fr- you know what? The winter home is in Tennessee. This conversation is on you that. Know? And so. <laughs> ten- Tennessee is the winter home, you know. You ever heard of snow gators? They're like snowbirds. They travel south. Snow gators? Nigga, you making shit up. Anyway... <laughs> We are done because right. Fernando done on this is one. done. <laughs> so uh, until next time, man, we'll get back on that bullshit.